doing, everybody? I'm Papa Rod. Y'all probably seen me killing the stage at Afro Punk Brooklyn. Hey, Nyla, I think we need to sit down and have a talk. All right, I can start. Okay, cool. What's going on, guys? Nyla Simone here with another episode of We Need to Talk, and I have a very special guest who I actually just met backstage at Afro Punk. He bodied his set, his set, and I had to bring him on. Super excited to have you here, Papa Rod. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Appreciate you having me. Of course. Fly as always. Thank you, Kong. Thank you, Kong. Yeah, and if you guys haven't seen his Afropunk performance, are you going to post like this snippet? Yeah, I was just kind of waiting. There was a lot of people with cameras and stuff. I was yeah. waiting for the like the best footage to get to me. Okay. Then I'll post it. Yes, you guys definitely have to check, check that out. That was yeah, nuts. Yeah. Glad you caught it. I instantly became a fan. Then I got to see the outfit in person. I'm like, wow, no, I, I got to rob your closet one day, but we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. we'll, we'll work all the way there. Now, uh, for every guest that I bring on, I like to do icebreakers. Okay. So you have to finish this sentence. Yeah. Okay. My personality trait is? Um, calm and warm. Yeah. I like that. What's your sign? Capricorn. Okay. The goat. Are Capricorns calm and warm? I don't think I usually oh, put God. calm and warm with Capricorns. <laughs> what you get? What do you think of Capricorns? Capricorns, I get, uh, uh, what's it called when you're like, everything has to be perfect? Just like routine, uh, discipline? What like mean? strict. Like they, they like things that like specific way. I I'm can't... strict adjacent. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm slowly getting into like, yo, I need to get my routines in order. But it, but it wasn't always there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think... Maybe I, with time. Yeah, I think you kind of grow into your, like, horoscopes and shit. Maybe. Okay. I can see that. So, you would never believe me if I told you... That... Uh, I... You would never believe... Say it one more time. You would never believe me if I told you blank. Um... Let me see. That I don't like coffee? I don't know. Is that a good one? That's all right. <laughs> I don't really like coffee either. Well, People I'm allergic. I'm when I say I don't like coffee. Because this is America. That's true. <laughs> That's like saying you don't like football. Don't tell me you don't like football. I love football. Oh, uh, just- <laughs> I'm from Oklahoma. Football reigns supreme out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good luck this season. <laughs> I'm going for the Bucks, but, okay. you know. Okay. We, you know, we won within the past five years. I don't know about y'all. You been a Bucks fan this whole time? Yeah, my family's from Tampa. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, we're rooted in Tampa. Dope, dope. Okay, and then my last one is, an ideal world would be blank. Ideal world would be where everybody got off work when the sun was still out, uh, half-day weeks, um, dedicated family days or connection days where you got to just, like, connect with folks, uh, hydration week. <laughs> For the hair and skin, yeah, yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. Just, uh, just being mindful. I like that. Yeah. I'm, yeah, invite me to your world whenever it's done. I'm Come there. On, <laughs> like I'm trying to get off work at. I want to go in at ten and get off at twelve. Is that okay? <laughs> can we make that happen? We can make that happen in Papa's world. Come on. <laughs> I love that. So speaking of Papa's uh, Papa's Rod World, uh-huh. uh, tell us about yourself. How did you become Papa Rod? Well. I grew up um, military brat, so I moved like every two years. Me too. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's I was cool. born in Germany. Wow, I lived in Germany for about two and a half years. I lived on uh, the Army base Bootsbach. Okay. It's like 
20 minutes from Frankfurt. Okay. I was in Amberg. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So That's so on. fun, Come man. You know what? I like this interview already. All right. Dope, dope. <laughs> um, and it made me just kind of like really cherish any time we go back to Oklahoma to see my folks. Mm-hmm. My papa was just like just king. Every time you see him, he's just glowing, giving you words of wisdom. Always had candy in his pocket, a little change for you. Um, so I always gravitated towards him. And when I moved back to Oklahoma, anytime I'm like, I don't know, smoking or just like acting just like funny, my friends would call me Papa, Santa acts like an old man. And in the spirit of like hip hop, it's better when like somebody kind of gives you your nickname. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of you just kind of like, oh, I'm this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that one felt more real to me. Even in style, like I kind of try to inherit like with the rings, like the boots and stuff like that. I don't got my gold teeth in because it came out at Afro Punk. I still got it, but I got to wash it. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of stems from that. And Pawpaw's kind of like a regional thing in Oklahoma. Mm. A lot of folks call their uh, grandpa that. And in the spirit of just like a grandfather, the idea is just like cutting the time in half. You know what I'm saying? Just learning from the things that you went through. When you see your grandkids, you just want to like show them with love and like learn from what you weren't quite ready or didn't know with your own kids. So like... I think that's the mentality I try to give with my music, just like a kind gesture or just like, I don't know, if I know something, say something in the form of just like, I don't know, love, just good energy type shit. I like that. Uh, So being that you feel like you have an old soul, obviously, like how do you feel like, how do I want to word this? I guess, how do you stay sane in the climate and the culture that we're in? Because it's like the complete opposite of, you know, cherishing old culture. Everything's supposed to be, like, new and, like, you know, all these new records. Or I don't know. I feel like we're just in such a different space than, like, the For time sure. before. Um, I think in terms of trying to stay sane, it's kind of hard to. But I also remember that this is kind of uncharted territory, territory almost a social experiment, mm-hmm. like, the information we have, like, folks just didn't quite have back then, speaking of, like, our grandparents and stuff like that. So I just try to implement both. I just try to, like, tap in with, like, culture, folks who've been here before me, just things like that, while trying to just, like, I don't know, just stay present in this time, which is kind of hard to do. So it's it's a balance I'm still trying to navigate and figure out. But, you know, I take it day by day and just try to uh, connect with folks. You yeah. Know? So growing up in Oklahoma, what would you say are some of, like, your biggest musical influences? Um, directly to Oklahoma, there was a, a guy named Wayman Tisdale. He used to play basketball uh, at OU, uh, and then he ended up doing, like, jazz music and stuff. Oh, wow. I think with him, especially in a place like o- Oklahoma, he just navigated a certain type of cool. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, too in your face. He did what he did with a smile on his face, uh, took care of his family, and, uh, yeah, I— I think with people directly from Oklahoma, he was somebody that, like, stood out to me. But, okay, and you, and outside of him, I guess, sounds all over. Who are you gravitating towards? Uh, so that's another beauty of Oklahoma. I like to reference a, a Andre 3000 interview when he was uh, bringing up, like, early Atlanta before it became what it is now. They didn't really have a sound, mm. um, and there wasn't really any rules to it because there wasn't really, like, a yo, this is what we do here. Kind of how New York, it's just like, yo, this is yeah, like real rap the tradition. And, yeah. So I think Oklahoma gave me that freedom similar to like an early Atlanta. I could just like pull from anywhere and just like 
that along with just growing up a uh, military brat, I just kind of like, I almost feel genreless because of that. You know what I'm saying? And I think my music reflects it. It's kind of like uh, similar to a wedding. Get something old, something new, something borrowed. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of like merge all that together. That's dope. I love that you're an army brat. How You said you moved like every two years. So what are some of the other places that you hit? So um, I was born in uh, Honolulu. Uh, I was there for a little bit. And my papa was always uh, proud of that. He'd be like, yeah, he got he the only one that's uh, birth certificate say something <laughs> other than Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> so he was always proud of that. Um, I lived in Texas for a while. Uh, El Paso, Texas. Colleen, Texas. Yo, El Paso, great tacos. Great tacos, for sure, for sure. Mad hot, though. Not going to lie. <laughs> it's different. It's yeah. different. Um, let me see. I said I lived in Germany for a while. Yeah. Uh, Tacoma, Washington. Columbia, oh, wow. Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and then I spent actually uh, a year. This was out the military, Brad Light, but a year in Flatbush. Just oh, out wow. there in like Oklahoma. So. Dang. So you experienced all parts of, like, America and then even out of America, different countries. Hell yeah. It's bittersweet, though, because obviously as a kid, you don't want to leave your homies. And you experience, like, a sense of, like, quote-unquote loss hella early. Just like, damn, why am I going through this at, like, five, bro? Very what? sad, man. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> but I'm thankful for it now because I think that's the reason why I like to travel and do music, tell yeah. my story. And it's wild. I meet a lot of people, military brats that are in similar fields, such as yourself. When I was doing like modeling in LA, a lot of people were military brats, people Dope. trying to act. It kind of makes sense. I like that. Yeah. That's why we take our chance, take the chance on ourselves because we're used to not having a home. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah. I, you're right. Now that I'm older, looking back, I love it because I'm so cultured now. For um, sure. But did that ever. I guess, did that ever make it difficult for you to connect with other people because you're so used to, you know, yeah, temporary relationships? For sure. Because the only thing I had that was constant throughout all of that was, like, my headphones and music. So that's probably why I'm an artist because I know how to, like, honestly, like, disconnect sometimes because I'm always in my own world. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the music is what kind of, like, was, like, my best friend throughout always having to move. So that's why... I could be in a room with a bunch of people and just, like, have a dope-ass song in my head or just, like, crazy melodies because it's, like, always been there for me. So comfort. Yeah, in that regard, it probably is hard for me to connect. I definitely have to remind myself sometimes to, like, stay present. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll just be, like, like I said, just in my own world. Yeah. that Now that I'm having this conversation, you're making me self-reflect within my own life, and I'm like, dang, I am kind of like that. Very interesting <laughs> uh, yeah. how we disconnect. Hmm. All right, well, anyway... So, you released your first EP, 2020? Uh, 2020, yep. It was called, um, let me see, a Papa Rod EP. Yep. Um, it was really dope because that came out during the pandemic. Um, and it was wild because one of the songs that went off, it's not like I was really outside to, like, hear it places. Or, mm -hmm. like, it was just me looking at my phone. Just like, oh, you see these numbers, bro? Like, it's doing well. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It was an interesting time, but, like, I'm just thankful now that, like, I can be outside and, like, perform at places such as Afropunk to Word. really see the faces who, like, rock with the music. Did you, uh, were you recording music prior to the EP? Yeah, I was. So, I've been making music for about, like, 10, 11 years. Oh, wow. I went, this is, I'm new now going by Pawpaw. I oh, went okay. by a name called uh, Deus Oslo before that. Okay. And Deus meant, like, God in Portuguese. 
I just kind of didn't want to go by like God no more, just because you know everybody want to come talk to you about it. Curiosity. Like, did so, you get did you get a lot of religious? Uh, yeah. Like, conversations yeah sometimes or sometimes I just feel like a challenge and not mm. say I, it didn't make me want to embrace it but like it was also a name that wasn't like motherfuckers just wouldn't call me god and stuff like that but it i know like in new that. york maybe it possibly <laughs> <laughs> what up god yeah, yeah it's normal but yeah but uh papa just felt uh more, more fitting yeah more fitting Okay, so you released uh, several projects under your second name. Are you just going to leave those as is? You're not even going to try to... Um, They still exist. The thing about it was I was doing a lot more rapping with it. Like, the style I have, like, now I'm doing a lot more melodic stuff. So so I started out in a band, and we would say we were the Strokes if they had a rapper. So mm-hmm. it was always me experimenting. And actually, then I went by a takeoff. I've had a take off, take off, but you know why I had to before, switch that. This no. is, okay, you know, <laughs> I was say Migos before Migos. Okay, so I was like, no, nah, I can't go by take off. Uh, and before that, it was RJ the Jerk because I was like really into the whole jerk scene and I wear uh, like the tight yellow pants okay, okay. and stuff like that. I wanted to be like, wait, what did the music sound like when you were into the jerk scene? Were you um, rapping? Yeah, yeah. I was. I tried everything a little bit because I grew up watching like. The Temptations a lot. And, like, mm-hmm. my mom and dad had a bunch of, like, Motown CDs. So, like, I was really big on the idea of, like, man, I want, like, artist development. Like, I want to be in those situations where I can just, like, just try a bunch of different things to see what really works for me, which is something you might not get in a place, like, where stuff's already established. Yeah. Kind of what I was going back to the Andre 3000 thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just got to, like, experiment in, like, chances to quote-unquote like fail i never think i failed at anything but like i just got to see what really i was comfortable with try on different hats see which one fits the best yeah because especially when it comes from like a hip-hop background you want to like you might rap like your favorite rappers or like write with their pen or try to like live how they were trying to get it and it might it won't feel natural to you you kind of got to go through that process of just living more you know what i'm saying and i think i've gotten more in a more authentic place for myself. That's cool. So you you went through artist development on your own. For sure. Because, you know, artist development does not happen at all anymore, especially especially with, like, the internet. People just can blow up overnight. Yeah. Um, do you ever feel, like, discouraged with your artistry when you see, like, artists being able to blow up overnight? Every day. I remember when I first moved to get out of Oklahoma and came to New York, and I even think about this way to, uh, with L.A., you see people, especially in big markets, you see people who have succeeded at what you're doing, trying to do. You see people who have failed at what you're trying to do. You see people who are kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes you come correct. You can't really fake the funk in that way. So, like, that could be a reason why somebody goes back home just off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, especially back in Oklahoma, I had a lot of love in the sense that people were like, yo, you got this. You should go to, like, New York or Oklahoma, uh, L.A. and stuff like that. So... When things didn't happen right away, it was like, oh, man. It's kind of the equivalent of a kid who uh, was dope in high school and then goes and plays college ball where everybody was dope at their high school. You know what I'm saying? And you're red-shirted the first year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like, all right, how much do you love it? How much do you really care? The things that got you here might not be the things that keep you here. Are you okay with that? And I think that's just been a part of my process. And I'm just thankful I had cool folks 
you know, keep that, you through it. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about this the other day with somebody. It's like you know, it's kind of hard because I feel like social media is like our gauge, but it's really not real life. It's not our real life gauge. Like you sure. said, you finally get to see your friends at Afropunk and put faces with it. So it's kind of hard to like. I don't know. I I think it's just hard to. Stay connected with reality yeah. in this, like, climate that we're in right now. I think it's a cool story. Um, when I was out here the first time a few years ago, I was in Manhattan, and I saw Styles P just on the corner. And I was just like, yo, man, I'm a big fan. Like, can I rap for you? And he was just like, yeah, come on, bro. And we, like, walked across the street. And he was just, like, listening to me. He looked at me. He was just like, yeah, you, you got something. You got something. But you being yourself, you being you. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, what you mean? Because for me, I had to come to New York and rap for, like, folks like that to make sure I was, like, Worthy. solid, valid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was a part of my thing, too. It was like he, that I felt like my artist development. I needed to be in a room where, like, Get see somebody like by, that. Yeah. And I never forget that. And I think that's a part of why I'm, like, doing the stuff I'm doing now, too. Why did he ask if you're being you? Did he mean that in regards to the rapping, or did he mean that in regards to which the content? I think I was tr- I was rapping with, like, a real East Coast-ass. Oh, bro. you saw him, and you added your, your, your I always, gods. <laughs> I always wanted something about, I don't know, the energy of New York, just, like, the music scene. Like, I just inherited that, like, in Mosties. Like, it was so cheesy. Like, when I first got here, I went, like, I took a train all the way to Cedric Ave., just to go there oh, and wow. smoke a joint and be like, thank you, just to say <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was like, I've let hip-hop guide me in that way. And until, like, when you're really in it, you kind of got to, like, you can kind of, like, not appropriate it, but, like, try to be, like, your favorite artist. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, like, your, like, your light. You know what I'm saying? Your experiences. And I just kind of had to, like figure that out. I'm glad I could do it through, like, real experiences, like, going to these places. Yeah. Um, I even had the experience of just, like, standing out of side Rock Nation, talking to Memphis Bleak and shit, like, all that stuff. Like, oh, that's which, cool. Yeah, I, I feel like I needed all of those things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thanks. So, did you, you said that happened when you came to Manhattan, but you said you spent time in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I was in Flatbush. Um, okay. I was taking, like, the Q train, Dentless Park. You are living there? Yeah, so okay. I had, um, when I was in Oklahoma, like I said, I was making music, and I had a lot of love, so there was a modeling agency out here, a little small boutique that a friend of mine from Oklahoma had connections with, so I was going to fly out here to just work with them, but I had nowhere to stay, mm. so I just put on my story, like, yo, I got any homies in New York, and somebody just put in a good word for me, and I stayed with some strangers that just, like, gave me a key to their crib, and just, like... <laughs> just let me rock for like a I'm year. Shocked. Yeah, for a year. For a year, they they did like photography and stuff too, so they weren't really even home. Wow. So like, I just got to like be out. But Do you know how expensive rent is? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah, I. So I try to have a pay it forward mentality, just because people like have shown me love in that way. Dope. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, I think. um the artist lifestyle or just, like, the dreamer lifestyle when you're trying to build something? You got to, like, take these risks because I'm surprised you weren't scared to just live with random people either. Um, <laughs> I was scared to not see what happened. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If I didn't, like, take that leap, I was just like, shoot, I think it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Funny story, too. 
I kind of ended up scaring them because, like, when I stayed there, I was used to, uh, they had cats, right? Mm -hmm. And my girl at the time back in Oklahoma, she had cats, too. So, like, there was, this is the second night I stayed there. I was asleep, and I felt like a cat, like, like jumping on me. So I thought I was back in Oklahoma. And the person standing there opened the door because she was coming back from work. And I thought somebody was breaking in my crib in Oklahoma. So I immediately jump up. I'm like, yo, who's in my crib? Like, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck? So then they all woke up. Yeah, the lady turned on the light. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, man, they're about to kick me out. I'm about to be on the street. Is that your first week there? That was my second night. Like, I was like, man, I'm about to be on the streets in New York already, bro. They're like, give him grace, guys. He's getting adjusted. He's getting adjusted. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Well, I know you dropped the new single, Beautiful. Yes, ma'am. Tell me the message behind that record. So... I think I was just trying to uh, be a little more vulnerable and intentional. I never really made, like, love songs or, like, my interpretation of that. So that was me kind of trying to step into that a little bit. Um, Since I've been out um, in L.A., I'm just trying to be more present in terms of, like, my love life, just meeting new people, especially when you don't, like, know folks like that. You got to be more, like, I don't know, like, present and meet people in the flesh and just, like, yeah. And I think that's kind of what I was trying to describe in this song, just like going up to a person that just kind of like stops you dead in your tracks and you just want to tell them that they're beautiful. You know, I think that's, you know, going for that. I think it's fly. Appreciate you. I think a lot of, I think we're in a time where that could go one or two ways. It can. Has it, it for definitely you? definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like getting too comfortable with like, Hollering at people on like social media and things oh, no, like that. No, for sure. I think human interaction is definitely yeah, preferred. especially in a new spot because you can get comfortable with like dating apps or silly things like that. So yeah. I had to make sure I was connected. So okay, dope. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and chopping it up with me. me. Of course, shout out to Graham. Let everybody know where they can follow you and stream Pop Pop Rodney. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Pop Pop Rodney. Um, I'm on all the streaming platforms. I'm all over the place. I'm there. Tap in, guys. Your favorite pop-up right here. Until next time, guys. Peace. Hey, that was another episode of We Need to Talk with our special guest, Papa Rodney. Man, I'm a real big fan of him. He has a super dope, unique style, and I just want to shed light on all the dope, cool people that I meet. Um, So if you guys like what you're hearing, make sure you like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, make sure you guys follow me or me on Instagram at Nyla Simone, but most importantly, the podcast page at Nyla We Need to Talk um, on Instagram. And while you're there, you know, I'm looking to grow the podcast page so let me know what you guys want to see more of less of things i should add or if you guys have any suggestions for the guests until next week guys peace